Stomping all over you, baby. That's what we're doing here at Chatcast. Season 3 or 4, episode 4 or 3. I don't know. We'll figure it out later. But um, I'm here with a whole lot of copyright issues on my trail. Um, a hotel room where there seems to have been a Mexican standoff at some point. And, uh, you know, this is how we do it's been a minute since I've been with you guys. Um, I'm eating some... What am I eating? Fajitas. Yeah, fajitas. Shrimp fajitas, and they're very good. Very good. I'm here with a guest. She's gonna chime in and chime out. Noelle, thank you for being here, Noelle. I'll give you a round of applause. Thank you, appreciate it. So, Noelle is a professional, tactical, online Call of Duty player. And I brought her along to kind of see where this takes us, but we're not going to start there. Um, I don't know, how have you guys been? How has how is the first half of the year been? I have not had an episode out since the... Attacks on the Capitol, I don't think. Um, I've heard a lot about it. I don't have much to say about it. I think it's kind of said and done. For some. For the guy with the buffalo hat, he's still out there. Um, yeah, we're um, we're chilling on this side. We got a nice little hotel room. I know you hear that echo, boy. <laughs> nice little echo. I should have went to McDonald's and got all their... Um, Cup holders, put around there. <laughs> so yeah, um, this episode I decided to talk about what did I want to talk about? I guess the experience for women online playing games. Exactly. I didn't want to lead into that, but that's what we're doing. <laughs> So I had another thing in mind, but Noelle reminded me, um, so sort of like, you know, as she's enjoying herself playing games online, being fucking badass that she is, uh, specialist, yeah, she's specialist, I guess, <laughs> doing all sorts of stuff, um, some of you dirtbags out there just harass her. I know she has a beautiful voice but once she gets on there and she's in the zone, leave her alone. And that's why I'm trying to say like let these women play these games. This is a feminist podcast up until you know this point. This is a feminist podcast. 
I'm trying to uplift all my lady friends to higher, greater things, expectations. So, uh, yeah, if you, if you kind of want to just explain your end of the deal and how you feel about, um, when you're, you know, you, you, you're done with work, you get on PlayStation, you try to play some zombies, maybe you play Warzone or, you know, whatever else. I don't know. I don't know anything about video games, <laughs> but, uh, you do that and there's just some real slime balls out there that hear your voice. They want you to jerk them off over the phone they want you to you know just kind of explain your side of that yeah so it, i mean it does get pretty crazy i'm not gonna lie um but for the most part there's some games like you just absolutely you can't play like if you do play you can't play online or with other people especially not strangers um i know for me i can't really do any of the multiplayer type games with call of duty like i got to a point where I can only play zombies for that specific reason of, you know, everything's cool until you turn your mic on and you start talking and they realize you're a chick and then you either get a super aggressive reaction about the fact that you're female and they're like super negative about it or they're just like, oh, oh, hi there. <laughs> and like they'll invite you to private parties like for party yeah. chats. They're trying to fuck off PlayStations with them. <laughs> and they're like, like, let's play a game, just you and me. And I'm like, Okay, cool, because, you know, I don't really care. And they'll start, you know, playing. They'll be like, so, you, you got a boyfriend? So I started lying and just saying I'm married. <laughs> and yeah. then when I do that, they end the, they end the game. <laughs> sad, man. It's real sad. Cause I, mean, I mean, I used to be really bad. When I first started playing games, I was really bad because no one wanted to teach me. You know what I mean? Like, I'd start playing the game, and I'd go into a map, and I wouldn't know anything. And, like, over time, like, I met a few really cool people who, like, didn't care if you were a chick or not. It's about whether or not you wanted to play the game. And so, like, they actually took the time and the patience to teach me the different ways to play the maps, the different ways to get good, in a sense. And so, because they took the time to do that, like, I remember, like, when I was playing with them, it was so fun. Because, like, we worked, like, similar work shifts, I guess. So, like, we were on at the same time. So, we would just, like message each other and we would start playing but like that was like a couple of years ago and like since then you know we're on on different shifts now we're all different doing different things i've got a big girl job so I, I don't play like i did before so i don't ever like i don't have any routine people i play with anymore so i've actually gotten to where i just play solo because i i get online and i you know try to play with people and they either don't they don't know how to play the game but they also don't want to let you help them or teach them or show them to make it an, a decent game. <laughs> or, like, I end up carrying them. And I had I remember one distinct situation where I had spent the whole game carrying these people. And the game actually ended up ending because I died trying to pick them up. <laughs> and they got mad at me. Like, they didn't know I was female yet until we started the next game. And they started cussing me out, so I turned my mic on. And I was just like, you know, I kind of carried you that whole game. And I died trying to pick you up. So I really don't understand how it's my fault. And then when they realized I was female, they started, like, calling me, like, a bunch of, like, female derogatory names. Like, they, they use the C word yeah. bunch. Like, just because I guess they, I don't know what their problem was, but they, they sucked at the game. 
And so I think that was the last time I actually tried to play online because I was just like, I just, this just isn't worth the hassle. No one knows seems like the ones that are good, like they don't, they just do their own thing. They don't really play with you anyways. So for me, I've just gotten good and just started playing solo and just so, cause that's one of the reasons I actually got really good was I started playing solo. And I started, I had to get good to be able to play solo because yeah. you don't have anybody to help you. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's, um, seems kind of like real life. You know, you meet a woman, she doesn't want to carry you throughout your entire life and you end up dying and it's your fault. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I just, one of the things about this show is equality. And I say this has turned into a feminist podcast because um, I have a 70% rate of females, 30% males listening to this. And I say that jokingly about this being a female podcast. But uh, it seems to me like a lot of the guests that I have on here are females who are doing their own thing. You know, they're um, carving their own space out. And it's pretty cool to see I mean I like that I have friends that are doing their thing as well but it just seems like it's easier to hear it from a woman's perspective you know yeah and that's kind of rare because I mean there's not a whole bunch of spaces where you can be like well this kind of sucks just because I'm female because when you say that there's always people that, that are just like, that's not true. We've come so far. And yeah, we've come so far. But that still doesn't magically make everything right. You know what I mean? Like, there's still instances of, of things like that happening. And some people try to talk about it and they get stifled because they're like, well, we're all equal now. So it doesn't matter. We don't have to talk about it anymore. Yeah, and that's not even the case. No. It's not. It's just sad. It is really sad. But I mean, because I mean, there's, yeah, we've made leaps and bounds and strides. But then there's still situations where like platforms and industries are still run by men. And when women encroach on them, they just, they either react in one of two ways. They get aggressive or they try to use it for their own gain. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it seems like um, back in the day when I was playing um, the first Call of Duty, I was in high school, and you kind of had to walk on the eggshells around girls when you were saying you are playing Call of Duty because they didn't want to hear that. You know, they were like, oh, you're fucking gay. Or you're, <laughs> like, you're just, you're lame for playing that. But now it's like, you have this subculture of gamer girls who are pardon my French pretty hot on Instagram <laughs> and they make themselves out to be that and uh, they're good at it but I think that added little ed- element kind of uh, throws people off you know like uh, yeah and maybe they feel I'm gonna be honest because like I've you know, thinking about getting into the realm of trying to be a gamer girl or trying, like I've considered, you know, doing Twitch or whatever. I've actually considered not showing my physical self 
because I don't want my physical self to be the driving force of my content. But I can also see, because I think about it and I'm like, well, that's how the other ones get them. And that's, I mean, they, they know that because a lot of the time, if you know, you're wanting to watch a game or something like that, it's always male. And when you're doing it just because you want to watch them play games. A lot of the fan base for the female ones is because they're attractive and it's men who like games are attracted to the idea of a woman being attractive and liking games. So they, I mean, I don't want to say they use it for their advantage, but they certainly understand the appeal of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, they understand their hot shit and <laughs> they're not afraid to flaunt it, which is perfectly fine. I'm not judging or saying anything negative at all. I'm just meaning like I can see the appeal for wanting to use your appearance as a way to get your foot in the door because a lot of social media is images. A lot of it is what you can see. And that's how you keep people engaged is what they see. Yeah, I mean, that one girl was selling her pee. She was pissing in a cup. and <laughs> There was her bath of water. And, and no, no, there's pee. There's I saw, pee? I saw a dude, his, his Xbox oh his Xbox was running off of Belle Delphine, Delphine's pee. I'm just like, really disturbed. Yeah. so That's a whole other thing. Well, yeah. That's another level. See, I mean, but like I when I when I think about creating content or something like that, I I want to I don't know. If I'm going to do something like that, I want to create content that I want to create. Yeah. You want to be you want to start from zero, work your way up. You don't want to be compared to these girls who look like they're the stepdaughter in some porno. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the pipe stopped working. Come fix my pipe. Yeah, I'm stuck. I'm stuck in the fucking washing machine. Help! <laughs> I can't get out of here. It's not a commercial for that one. Fuck me. <laughs> Fuck me, and we'll get out of this washing machine. I'm falling, help, and I help. can't get out. I fall. I, my my hand is stuck in the cupboard to get some uh, peanut butter crackers. Fuck me and let's play Fortnite and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> so yeah, you're not trying to do that, which is a beautiful thing. So stick with that. Yeah, I just get I sometimes worry though if like that'll work. Like I mentioned, you know, like social media's images and stuff like that. So I, I wonder if like the oh, game. Oh, it will work be because how many times do you have to pull your stepsister out of the fucking washing machine until you're just like, man, I wish I could just watch a girl be good at video games instead of having to fuck my stepsister. You know what I mean? I mean, that's true. That's true. Because I mean, like, I also. Because this incest porn is getting out of hand. <laughs> Let me just say something real quick. I was with a lady who works at the NICU, and uh, this was a while back, and she said that she sees a lot of incest babies getting born, and I noticed an uptick in incest porn, and it's just like, I don't know if those people on Sand Mountain, I'm calling you out because I know you, Sand Mountain are um, watching the same porn where the stepdaughter is late um, to school, so when she gets home... Johnny Sins fucked her in the ass or whatever the guy's name is. But, you know, this is an R-rated podcast. I don't care about what people have to say. My point being, this girl said she's seen some very 
traumatizing things in the NICU where the babies are born. A lot of incest going on, more than you would think. So kind of steer clear from that. You know, next time you want to Google a uh, stepsister is stuck under the bed, why don't you think about, you know, maybe... Well, I guess you couldn't have a fucked up baby with your stepsister, but... That's what I was about to Think say. about the morality. The morality is what I'm getting at. Alright? I'm sick and tired of seeing this nasty-ass shit where you want to fuck somebody you grow up with. It's disgusting. Carry on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even know where I was at there. Um... Content. Content. Yeah, content. So... I don't want it to be driven by my appearance or anything like that. Like, I want to be good. I want to be recognized for being good at the game. And I also want to be recognized for being funny and like just being myself. Because that's what I have to bring to the table is just myself. Like, I just feel like I, I have some shit to say. Or, like, I feel a type of way about things when I'm playing the game. That it's just, I feel like other people would find hilarious. I'm a bundle of joy. I... <laughs> You are very funny. Very fun to be around. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I mean, I want to do things for me, and I don't want to do them for what I would assume would be my fan base. You know what I mean? Like when I want, to, I want to be that creator who creates the content that they want to create. I don't want to bend to the will of what other people want just so I can keep brands or get sponsorships or get money or whatever like that. Like, if I'm going to make content, I'm just going to make the content that I want to make. The fan base will come, trust me. I mean, I didn't think this podcast would have 20 listeners, you know, and now we're up to 1,000. Shouts out to 1,000. I wish I had, hang on, I'm going to have a treat for you guys here in a minute, but, um, Shouts out to a thousand. I'm glad you guys have listened and it'll work out for you. The people who want to watch you and listen to you and, you know, support your content, it'll happen. Yeah, and I, I feel like that's where a lot of the, the bigger names today started was they just, you know, they just did it because they wanted to. I mean, that's how you start out at... Yeah, you always want to start out organically and, you know, you build it, that will come. Type of thing. Uh, I hope it's not a baseball field, though. I, I'm, I'm not good at sports. What are you so talking the, about? <laughs> you did a quote from Angels in the Outfield. Build it and they will come? Yeah. That's from the Bible. Oh. <laughs> oh, they used it. <laughs> That's a Noah's Ark. <laughs> Okay, well then they quoted the Bible in that movie and I just thought it was organic material in that movie. No, it's the Bible. <laughs> I think. You think? Let's, Let's see. Let's, it. Let's pull the uh pull the web browser up for me, please. Safari. Yeah. So yeah, we got fish tacos. We're out here in the middle of uh Cancun. I got my girl Noel in the cut. We've been talking about um, original content. God. I'm talking about trashy men too. Yeah, trashy men, fuck them all. You know, it's 
so sad that um I mean I'm I'm not a man hater by any means. Um I think everybody is different. Everybody's going to be different whether they man, woman, child, whatever. But um I noticed some trends in behavior <laughs> that just can't be ignored, you know what I mean? Like, you live so long as a woman. You have so many experiences to the point where you're just like, yeah, not every man is the same, but <laughs> the experiences kind of average out because you never have an experience where you're just like, well, that only happened to me once. Like, it, I don't know. Every experience, type of experience I've had with a man that's happened in, like, numerous occasions with different people being different types of of crappy um one thing i posted one time that got me in trouble um on one of my social medias was i had made a post about uh being bisexual and i mentioned that i don't feel like i can post about being bisexual on social media because not because of homophobia but because white straight men <laughs> Cis men will message me asking me for a threesome every single time. And it's not just one, it's multiples that I then have to go through and block. And I made a post one time about it saying that, you know, I didn't feel I could share the fact of my sexuality with the world because it would result in unwanted attention. Like right. sexual attention for just talking about my sexuality. And a guy messaged me and got mad. He was like, you can't generalize everybody for what a few do. And I'm like, well, it's happened every single time for multiple people. And he's like, well, then just block them. And I'm like, I did. But that doesn't stop the rest of the population from being crappy. Yeah. I feel like single men read by and they're just like, oh, that means you are up to threesomes. And that's, <laughs> that's what they think. And for the... some reason, every guy wants to do a threesome. I don't know why, but they all do. For some... I guess it's because something they've never done before, and in their vanilla lives, that will make them feel better. Oh, and they never will. Trust me. Oh, no. <laughs> Trust me. They don't. C coming, but... coming from the professional, and I just want to give a shout out to my 1,000 listeners. This is the 1K episode spectacular. We have Noelle... The gamer goddess here. Um, we got a little sound effect going on. If this will work, might not work. But uh, I got something special for you guys. Just uh, give me a second. No, doesn't work. Okay. That's not a tragedy. Um, might not be. But, uh, so what do you do for a living in your, you know, what do you do on your downtime? On my downtime? So, professionally, I work for a financial institution. I'm basically like a personal banker over the phone, basically like a financial advisor. And so I do a lot with professionalism. Like my job is actually like, when I said it's a big girl job, it's a big girl job. Like it was, I I worked so hard to get that job. Like it's, it's not even funny, um, but I enjoy it. Like I get to help people on the daily, like better their financial situations, which 
I did not realize the vast number of Americans that live paycheck to paycheck until I got this job. Like, I thought that it was just me and my family, like, and everybody else was living out there, you know, $75,000 a year, two BMWs in the driveway, and a fully paid house. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that's what that, that was the expectation of life um, in America, but it's not actually. In fact, over 50% live paycheck to paycheck with no savings. Count me in. I mean, it's, it's uh, not to get too into it, but it's, it's a lot. Like, my job is a lot mentally. Like, it's a lot of thinking power, but I just sit there all day. I'm like a little potato, just sitting there talking to people all day. But the good thing is I am working from home now, so that's pretty cool. I get to sit in my pajamas talking to people. That's pretty cool. And I have, listen, so the most amount of money that I have saved since working from home. 1,000 listeners, that was the, can I get that again? That was the, that was my thanks to you guys. Listeners, thank you very much. I know I'm waking up a lot of Hispanics with guns, but uh, I just want to thank everyone who's been a part of this journey. I want to thank you for sharing your story. Sorry I interrupted, (laughs) but this is the 1,000 listeners spectacular, and I wanted to do some gunshots in there, but I might actually get shot if I do some gunshots, because we are in an undisclosed location, so um, yeah, thanks for everybody. Who's tuned in, listening to me talk and bullshit and, you know, just, I get a lot of questions nowadays about what the podcast is about. It's about the city, the people that live in it, my day-to-day, the interesting people who um, I tend to run into. I have a professional world champion, BJJ wrestler, um, coming on here soon women's division i have a psychic coming on here soon i have um hopefully um i can't really say too much about this but a pr firm is looking into my podcast to see if a lady who is the executive director of this program to come on so yeah big things for the podcast sorry that was so delayed and um yeah i'm excited uh i thank you guys each and every one of you even those of you who listen to this and are waiting for me to die and plot my downfall i I know you're there too but um i love you all and uh i'll just let you take it away from there that was my victory speech so um yeah, what were you talking about? I don't even remember. I was so engrossed in your victory speech. Well, that's okay. <laughs> My victory speech is here. It's came, it's gone, it's went. It had its time. It had its moments in the sun. And it was beautiful. Like It was 
beautiful. I'm here <laughs> with Noel, the gamer girl, undefeated. Um, <laughs> she, no, prestige master, no big deal. Prestige master, don't get it fucked up when you see her. <laughs> um, we've done a good 30 on this. This might get aired, this might not. We might have to redo this, but um, <laughs> who cares? I have a thousand people listening to me. Spotify. 1600 minutes of my beautiful ASMR ass voice just channeling through the wind. Yeah, something like that. So, um, I love you guys and thank you for your support and thank you for all the guests who have came through and um, really shared this and made it what it is and this is something that's an important part of my life now and, um, yeah, this is, like I said earlier, this is about my day-to-day. -day. It's about the city. It's about the people who live here. It's about um, Chattanooga. So if you have any questions, listen to this. Quit asking me what my podcast is about and if it's ASMR or not. I love you, and I'll see you later. <laughs> Goodbye.